All right, everybody. Uh, we are back with the Pints and Provisions podcast. This is, we're going to call this episode 5A. Um, Dan and I have only been working at this for about an hour and a half, but we finally figured out how to use the... It's like these new kids use this uh, app called Skype, uh, and that's what they can use to video talk with each other. So, hi, Dan. Hey, Evan. <laughs> I'm so glad it's we been, got... It's been a great hour and a half, man. <laughs> yeah, we've been... Well, we probably uh, threw down a, a beer between the two of us in the meantime. I saved a little bit of my uh, my Michigan beer. I have another one sitting here waiting, uh, but I saved one that I had at the beer fest that we'll talk about today. Um, but I didn't save a lot of it, so let's roll. All right, so... You went to the now. You just correct me if I'm wrong. The Michigan Brewers Guild Great Michigan Beer Fest. No, this was the uh, Winter Beer Festival uh, held at Fifth Third Ballpark. Uh, it's Comstock Park, which is just a little bit north of Grand Rapids. Uh, I think this is the 13th annual event. That's another event. I think the the great the beer fest that you're speaking of is their summer fest. Um, I think this is the third or fourth that I've been to. Uh, and each year we've just done a little bit better job of preparing ourselves for it. I mean, I think this year there was 130 or 140 breweries there. Holy cow. Uh, ranging, ranging from, you know, the big, big boys like founders, uh, all the way down to your, um, I mean, ones that I had never even heard of, but had some great offerings, but I mean, it's, it's an, it is a, it's a token event. So you buy your way into it. And they give you something like 15 tokens, and you can buy more if you get through your tokens. Uh, but we go we go to the Saturday event, which uh, turns out it's the last event of the of the weekend. There's a Friday night event as well. Uh, but by the end of it, you know the brew the breweries are not taking their kegs or taking their kegs and retapping them later. So they're just trying to get rid of beer. I've, so, I've heard that about like beer festivals where being um, the last day or the end of the festival is not always a bad thing because they may have something left over from the day before that they're like, oh gosh, we don't want to take these home. So we might as well get through these. Yeah. And and so we asked the guy once because, you know, you can buy extra tokens. Like I said, in 15, I mean, 15 tokens is 15, you know, two to three ounce pours. Uh, and typically they're ranging for, I mean, I'm, I, I go for the stouts. I try a few of the IPAs and a few of the other op- options like sours and such. But, I mean, it's a cold day. It's it snowed a few of the times that we were there. This this week, this year was great. Uh, it was like 45 degrees, perfect, sun's out. Uh, but we asked one of the guys, we're like, hey, you know, what, what happens with these tokens? Because there are rumors that fly around of, you know, the brewery with the most tokens gets this or gets this. And the guy's like, uh, they come around and collect them at the end. So if, you, so if you run out, come over and see me. I'll give you some more. And by the end of it, truly, they, they, I mean, they don't even care if you put a token in. They're just like, what do you want? And the pores get bigger and bigger and bigger as you go. And it's, I mean, it's, a, it's an awesome event. It goes from uh, 12 to 6 if you're a part of uh, the guild. So if you buy into the guild, uh, which we have done, uh, and the, you, so you get an, an hour early entrance. So if you can, anybody can be in the guild if they pay ahead of time. Yeah, yep. As part of the ticket. So, I mean, it was, you know, you get a free T-shirt and you get to be. Uh, so we'll be a part of it next year as well because we're a part of the guild, which is awesome. I mean, it's great. It's worth it. Um, so it's pretty cool because they have, you know, they send out a list of the breweries that are going to be there. And there's an app that you can download and you can see all of the offerings. 
by all of the breweries so you can really game plan your way through the event. So, I mean, you, every year I've laughed with, with the two buddies that I go with. One of them lives in Grand Rapids. Uh, the other one, you know, uh, lives in Wheaton here next to me. So we always go together and we have this game plan that we stick to for like five breweries. And then it's just like, oh, there's that brewery. There's Witch's Hat. There's Bell's. There's Founders. Yeah. There's, there's Drafting Table. There's Old Nation. And, I, and you just start like, let's go there. I want to try that. And, and then yeah, by the time you just, you scrap, you scrap the plan. You're, yeah. You're like a little squirrel. Oh and, yeah. And you know, that nut over there and that, you're just like, what, what shiny object is over there and uh, what barrel age uh, beer is over there. Right. Right. Well, I've, I've, I've driven by um, Fifth Third Ballpark on my way up to Traverse City. So at least I've seen the location that you go to, but there was a problem you said, um, like we were talking about how it was postponed a week because of flooding. Yeah, and it worked out. It ended up working out really well for me because I was not able to go uh, the the previous weekend because we had a wedding. Um, so when I found out, when I and this is something I do every year, and my wife came to me, she's like, "Hey, what what year is, or what weekend is your brewery uh, your brewery thing?" I was like, "Oh, it's you know February twenty eighth. She's like. I'm so sorry. I mean, she knows that this weekend every year is the, is the, is the weekend I go to, to Grand Rapids. And she, and I told her, I'm like, Hey, I got postponed. She's like, Oh, you're going. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. Uh, and it was due to flooding because of the snow and rain that they had. And it's right by a river. So, I mean, the parking lot was underwater. Yeah. So postponed a week, which ended up being another, you know, if you're, if you're traveling in from out of state as we were, uh, it ended up being, it, it turned out well for us because, you know, a lot of people weren't like me and they couldn't make it this weekend. Um, so we asked one of the guys, I think at Ascension Brewing. Um, Where's it, where is Ascension? You know, I'm not really sure. I mean, you know, they do that. You know, they point to the hand. The mitten. Um, it's the mitten. The mitten. I'm not really exactly sure where it was. They did like the uh, Gorilla Juice is their, is their best offering, in my opinion, there. Um we asked them, like, you know, what did Friday night look like? And Friday night's typically a pretty popular uh, uh, evening for, for the event. And he said it was, like, a tenth of who, uh, of the attendance of the year prior. Really? Uh, and so it ended up being awesome because there were, I mean, you, you had a, lot of the, a lot of the tappings are timed for the bigger beers, for the better ones. Um, and this year it felt like it was just like a, hey, we have it, we're pouring it. There were a few of them that were like that, but... Um, the, you, the, you could get more of the good stuff this year, I think. Well, that's good. Um, so I think Michigan is one of those states that's highly underrated in terms of its beer offerings. Um, and I only say this cause my experience is <clears throat> kind of just limited to me and my family's trips to Traverse city, which mm-hmm. is a pretty damn good beer destination. I mean, you don't have... Huge names other than Jolly Pumpkin up there in the Traverse City area, but there's some pretty cool places. But you know, Michigan uh, is certainly one of those states that has amazing beer offerings, and this sounds like one of those festivals that was is just awesome to go to. Well, you're right, and and I'm I'm the same way as you. Like my experience has been, uh, you know, being from Chicago, when you go to the, you know you visit lake houses and you go uh, on weekend getaways, you're typically in the western part of Michigan near the lake. Um, so on the way to Traverse City, as you mentioned, you have like 
Greenbush, which is you yep. know, not far past the border. And then you've got Transient, Transient which is not too far. And then you've got New Holland on the way, Our Brewing, which is in New, you know, which is in Holland. And it's just, I mean, you kind of just like skip your way up towards, you know, up the coast of, of Lake Michigan. Uh, but like, you know, I took some notes for the podcast today and every single one of the breweries that I was like most impressed with were ones that were like Detroit, you know, or, or just outside of Detroit. Um, Detroit is and, such a huge up and coming city for where they've been and where they're like getting into now. It's kind of like know. the place to be now in terms of young professionals, which is great for the city of uh, Detroit. And who would have thought? <laughs> Uh, no disrespect to my Detroit friends. I have many of them. Well, no, so. but I mean, obviously it hasn't had the, um, the most, um, shiny reputation as being, you know, one of the coolest cities to live in, but it's now becoming one of the shiniest cities, uh, to kind of live in the hippest yep. cities and especially in the Midwest. And I think, you know, I've, I've, I've been from the mid Midwest. I'm talking like Nebraska, Iowa, where everything's flat and boring. You're landlocked. You go up to Michigan and you not only have, you know, neat destinations in terms of hiking, outdoor activities, food, um, but my family and I have really taken to like the Traverse City area and found kind of this new home for our for our family. And thankfully, in that home, we found some great breweries up there too. Yeah, it sounds like a, a lake house is in your future, so I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> Any anytime the Pints and Provisions podcast wants to do a destination podcast, we'll go up to Traverse City. Uh, we are in all of us <laughs> for all of us. This is one of those beer festivals, though, that it sounds like uh, you you were trying to give us updates in terms of uh, how the day was going, and I know it can be hard because you're so busy, but it seemed to be pretty um, pretty good. Like you said, uh, I'd like to hear your experience with the M forty three variant. Uh, I mean, that was, um, you know, I put, I put together a list of, uh, a list of beers that I tried and and ones that like surprises. If you want to go through that list, just, just go ahead. Yeah. So I, so I've become a big fan of old nation and I actually talked with the brewer that was there. Um, and he's a great guy. Uh, one of my buddies is actually the guy, the guy that lives in Grand Rapids, Ryan. Um, he was actually a member of their, uh, you know, whatever, whatever each specific brewery calls it. But, um, I mean, they have, I mean, they're starting to get offerings, you know, down in your area here shortly. I mean, he said, I was disappointed to to hear that, you know, M43 was going to be outer Chicago, which is basically anywhere but Chicago. Chicago. (laughs) And and he just told us it's really, really difficult to get into Chicago, as you can imagine with competition. And he just said, it just isn't worth it for us at this point. Um, so you'll see M43, which is just a, a fantastic beer to begin with. But then as we were looking through the app and as we were looking through the offerings that they would have, um, M43, it was just M43 variant. And I'm just like, you know, what is, what's this going to be, right? Because it's, it's an IPA. What are they going to add to it? So it's really interesting because I, I love IPAs and I like fruited IPAs. Um, and when we were in line, it was tart strawberry. Um, and it was like... It was, I mean, it was incredible. I think it might, I mean, it was my favorite of the, uh, I mean, it was like, I think it's a 4.3 on untapped. And, and if you look at untapped, most of those, most of the check-ins come <laughs> from that day. It's like oh, or 274 check-ins and it was everyone who has untapped at the event uh, checked in. 
Um, It was phenomenal, right? It was just like, it was exactly what it said it was going to be, right? It was a double IPA, tasted like strawberry and had a tart finish to it, which was really interesting. Later in the day, we went back and I think it was mango, which I liked as well. Uh, But I think the surprise of the day for me was um, uh, their barrel-aged Bumpy, um, which is their uh, Sanders uh, Bumpy Cake. Um, it was barrel aged birthday cake. Um, it was phenomenal. And the, 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 one of the, I think he's, he's a brewer. He wasn't the head brewer, but he, he said it was called Bumpy or, you know, he called it cause it's barrel aged Bumpy. So yeah. I heard him say that and I walk up, I said, I'll have Bumpy please. And he goes, did you just make that up? And I was like, no, I heard you say it, man. <laughs> I heard you say it, but he loved it. And it, it was phenomenal. I mean, so of the, of the, not to say I was surprised by old nation and their offering, but I mean, it was it, both fantastic beers. So good. So, um, what other surprises in terms of Michigan breweries should we look out for? Uh, so there's one called drafting table, uh, which is located, uh, about 30 minutes outside of Detroit. I think it's Wixon, Michigan. Um, and they had a maple bourbon barrel aged mean vanilla bean. Uh, and I was, I was blown away. I mean, it was, it's a four point eight on Untapped, which is that's 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 hard. It's hard. I mean, it's as high as you. It's typically as high as you see, unless you're seeing like the OG incredibly, rare, yeah, incredibly rare, uh, difficult to find beer. But I mean, to be able to walk in and just have that. Um, I mean, I the three of us just looked at each other and we're like, oh my goodness, this this is incredible. I mean, it was maple, vanilla, and it was it lived up to the billing and it was, it was a brewery that like, you know, you and I, even as, even as, uh, into the beer world as we are, uh, you know, we're not getting drafting table down here. Um, so to go to a smaller brewery like that and find something like that was just amazing. Don't, so do, is that a brewery that has any canning bottling at all? You know, I, I don't, I don't think so. I'm not positive. Um, I have never seen it, but that's, you know, because we don't get the smaller stuff down here. Um, Well, well, I think uh, that's, that's, that's where a brewery like that, you know, can look into pushing into the market with, you know, you know, any, any time these days you're not looking to do big distro. And if you were a brewery opening up, I, I feel like your biggest selling point would be to be a direct to market seller. You don't yeah. want to be a distro guy because then you have to deal with all the distro headaches. But you want to be a, um, hey, we're going to can our own stuff. We're going to ball our own stuff. And you got to come to the brewery to get it. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because when you go to an event like this, you think, you know, we get founders down here uh, and it's unending. I mean, you guys get it down there in Peoria. Not that it's that terribly different. But, I mean, it, it was, you know, in our first couple of years, it was like, I'm waiting in line for KBS. I'm yeah. waiting in line for CBS because it's, it's so rare. Uh, and, and I mean, it was like no disrespect to founders. We had dinner there and their food is incredible. Their beer is awesome, but it was like an afterthought to us because it was like, sorry guys, but I can get this there. I have three or four bottles of CBS at home. Yeah. Uh, I had it on draft last night at your brewery. So, I mean, it wasn't even like you, I would have never thought that, you know, being craft craft beer where it is today, We'd be we'd be like hey, I'm not that interested in you know going out of my way for founders today. Well, I guess it so. just depends on uh, 
what level of beer nerd and beer snob you are. For sure. And and it's not always bad, you know, like the wine, there's wine people just like us that, you know, there's great stuff off the shelf that you and I and our wives will probably just like die for. But there are wine people who are like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can get that anywhere. Yeah, no thanks. But Shelf you know, term, I, as they call I, it. Well, sure, but I think that it's okay to strive for something that's better. It's okay to strive for something you've never tried. And it's okay to strive for, you know, not just settling for what you can get. I, you know, tonight, for example, like I got off work. I went to the, the I went to Hy-Vee. And I grabbed a bottle, a bomber of the Stone Scorpion Bowl IPA. Fresh. You know, it's made with like this really interesting hop variety. And I'm like, I, I kind of miss that, that, that Stone bitterness and, and the way that they can really play with hops. And it was, it was really tasty. Yeah. And yeah, I've had like Stone every time. And if I go, I'm not going to probably pick out a Stone beer off the tap. But it was something different. It was something yeah. nice. I mean, we, we've talked about this many times when it's like we've gotten to the point with craft beer where both of our wives, I know, because you and I have talked about it specifically, where it's like, I hate going to summer parties with you because you're such a snob about beer. <laughs> where it's like, what do you have? Oh, no, I'll just have a cocktail. Yeah, I'll just have no wine thanks. or a cocktail. No thanks. Um, so to get, you know, you know, you and I are both having Michigan beers right now. Um, I'm having one that I actually, I really, really enjoyed. Um, and it, we had it actually on the way up. Uh, Tim and I stopped um, at Saugatuck. Um, so where's Saugatuck? Uh, Saugatuck is, gosh, it's so funny because my buddy who's, you know, his, his, his in-laws actually live in Traverse City. And he's like, oh, you know, it's uh, exit, whatever. And he could tell me like down to the minute how far it was it's no it's not you know it's like probably man the michigan people are going to be so upset with me but i i'd say it's like we were 45 minutes out of grand rapids when we stopped um but i'm having their 2018 bourbon barrel aged imperial blueberry maple stout and it was really good um i had it on draft on the way up i tried to get the guy to um to sell me some he um they didn't have any there um to sell because they had overfilled the bottles um and legally he was not allowed to sell them to me because of it so could you take Um, could he take a donation (laughs) i asked him i go so i go i go okay man okay and and my buddy finally was like hey just stop okay like we'll we'll find it somewhere else I i was like i was like what if you um like opened it poured a little bit into my glass and then recapped it. So there's a little less than 12 ounces. (laughs) Then could you sell it to me? And he's like, he like thought about it for a second. He's like, I'm sorry. I go, okay. I go, okay. If only I knew someone who could just like put it into a, a, you know, a a howler or a crowler and then label it something else. He's like, man, I respect, I respect the attempt, but I, 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 you're not going away with any. Yeah. Um, So then we ended up having it. Um, at the, at the fest. Uh, and then I came to find out that, uh, Mark, uh, was actually able to get a bottle for me. Uh, and then he had one as well. And then Yay. my buddy, my buddy Ryan was like, Hey, I got, I got more of this at home, so don't worry about it. Yeah. Mark totally like, um, he domed one of those and I was like, Oh man, everyone keeps raving about this and it's, it's he's, good, man. he's, he's not going to share it. 
Uh, he'll he'll be he'll be down at. Uh, no, I know. He'll he'll find one for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other one that I had from uh, Saga Tuck that I really like, uh, which we get the uh, we get the barrel aged version is the Neapolitan Stout, but they had the bourbon barrel aged Imperial Neapolitan, oh. uh, which is like it's Neapolitan ice cream, and it was yes, phenomenal. yes, I, th- it I so think good. it was from 2016. I think that. Have I seen that down here in Peoria? I might have seen like non non barrel aged Neapolitan Sagatech. Yeah, I, t- I told the guy I told the guy pouring for us. I was like, for the money, um, this is the best uh, value barrel aged stout you can get in Chicago. I mean, it's it's five dollars for a bottle of uh, a twelve ounce bottle of barrel aged stout, and it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, uh, but the imperial version uh, was awesome. Um, and then I'm not a, um, I'm not a barley wine guy at all. Uh, I'm not hashtag B I L barley wine is life. Barley. Are. Uh, <laughs> but Kunin uh, was there and I don't think that they've been there yet. Oh, wow. Uh, they I could be like wrong. Eisenbach's and, and they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're like old school, old school stuff. Um, and, and so I, the first beer that I had and I was reluctant to do it because I'm like, you know, I'm, it's just not my style. Barley wine, I, I don't care for it. I don't I don't hate it, but, like, I'll usually pass on it. Uh, but they had a 2009 barrel-aged barley wine. So I'm like, this beer is, like, almost nine years old. Uh, I have to try it. Um, and it was... Amazing? It was, it was awesome. <laughs> I mean... When you when you, it, because all of the all the barrel it, the barrel heat kind of falls off and it you know becomes more like I mean it was like thick the mouthfeel was incredible and it was re- it was like caramel it was I really th- good if 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 anything can sit in your cellar for a long time you could like maybe hide it in the back of your cellar forget about it I feel like there's one style that stands the test of time and that's a barley wine. And that's because you because if like I said I would purposely forget about it, where I'd be like ah, I'm not going to drink that I'm not going to drink it. and then all of a sudden you're like oh wow, I have a Bourbon County barley wine that's been sitting there for five years yeah Let's open that and try it yeah um, so that was I mean sure you know barrel aged stouts and everything do stand the test of time but I think barley wine is one of those it's like it's like the you know fossil of beer if it if it sat in your cellar you forgot about it or you moved and you found it like you moved into a new house and you found you know a uh, a bottle of beer in the attic and it was barley wine you'd probably be okay yeah yeah no doubt so in um, in in my michigan uh beer tonight i had a uh, 2016 black black note stout from bell's I actually like. I actually went to the grocery store tonight and actively looked just for, you know, how many Michigan breweries um, were available at my local um, grocery store, which has a pretty good bottle and beer bottle and can selection. And you know, Bell's and yeah, being, I mean, you can always count on Bell's and you can always count on Founders, but that was pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, uh, that that's. As I was thinking about it today, I, I think Bell's, if you're like, and that's what I, that's the one beer that I had from them was, um, uh, was Black Note. Um, and it was 2018 and it's just such a quality beer. But like, if you talk about 
Like, what's the one thing like, you know, you can find on the shelves that, you know, is not going to disappoint you on a summer day. It's, it's too hard. Oh yeah. But really? I loved, I love too hard a day on, and on draft when you go up to, uh, it's slipping my mind now. Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo. Yeah. Um, and Arcadia is right there as well. It's, I mean, it's just a phenomenal beer. Well, Bell's is, uh, this is Comstock. That's where they brew it, but it, but the but I'm sorry, but yeah, the, the brew pub. Thank you. Uh, yeah, is in uh, is in Kalamazoo. Kizu. Yep. Yeah. Um, no, I no, I agree. Like, um, if it's the winter time and I there's like nothing else on the shelf, I'm gonna grab a Founders Breakfast Stout. Yeah. Like a Founders Breakfast Stout, and then a Bell's Too Hearted in the summertime. Um, in in Traverse City. There is a, uh, and I just have to give a shout out to, and even the kids love this place. Uh, the best brewery we went to, at least in my opinion, was uh, a place called Hoplot. And it was in, um, it's in Sutton's Bay, which is kind of like the pinky of the mitten of the, like fingernail, the pinky, whatever. And um, a friend of mine here from town also went up there and called it like adult um, adult camping out. Like it's like in the woods. It seems like it's in the woods. There's a fire pit. You can make your own fire pits like randomly. In the wintertime, they get these like igloos, these outdoor igloos that you can go to. Um, and the kids loved it. It was like just kind of a such a cool atmosphere. But um, I, I just like I'm starting to grow this big heart for Michigan beers. And not just the big ones like Bells and Founders. But uh, the small ones too. So I'm, I'm, I'm very jealous that you got to go to this well, really cool place. And, and it just and, sounds to me like you're coming with us next next year. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, like try, trying to get my trying trying to get like a couple beer festivals a year on the schedule can sometimes be hard. I mean, I had to work hard enough to get Dark Lord Day on the schedule. So yeah, it's so it's not like uh, we chatted about that a little bit where you're, it's. It's it's a, it's different than that because you're not going for you're not going to buy anything, right? Uh, and that, I feel like that takes a little bit of the pressure of the day off when you're like, man, I really hope I get this variant, or I really hope I get to, you know, I really hope I win the lottery and get to take this home with me. Um, this is like put together a list, have what you have. If you don't get the one you want, you're still going to find something really comparable. Uh, and there's just so many things to try, and you you get to meet. You get to meet people, um, and it's it's uh, it's a really fun event. And that I am jealous because I have not been to Dark Lord Day myself. Um, it's uh, it sounds like we just need to go together to each of them, you know. Yeah. If we win the lottery, you know. Yeah, yeah. Those are those are two different kinds of um, beer festivals. Where one is a you know you kind of get to try everything. Dark Lord Day is just kind of a totally different experience and last year was my first year and it was kind of overwhelming in terms of um okay yeah you get to go pick up your beers there's lots of different things on tap they bring in things from like big breweries small breweries local breweries national breweries you know hourly they just like randomly tap something at one of their tap stations that you may have to walk you know across the the grounds there and maybe you get a taste because I mean like it's when you're with a guy like Ryan 
you know, I just, I just let him tell me where we need to go and we go. Yeah. I mean, I, I, we were texting today. I mean, that guy, no, no kidding. I mean, there was no kidding. His beer palate is so much more refined than mine is. (laughs) Uh, I mean, he talks about, "Eh, it was just, you know, like it was just okay. I'm like, uh, I, I love that beer. And he's like, no, it's good. But have you tried this? And I'm like, no, nope. I sure haven't. Nope. Well, like, like, like I'm going to, I'm going to continue to call him beer IQ. If he's going to be anyone in our group that, uh, and I think that this will be a really interesting experience to see if, uh, if, and when he uh, decides to pursue like a Cicerone certification, you know, he's going to be our own personal, Cicerone, and I think that's pretty awesome. I mean, that'll take us to the next level, though, as it as it relates to like. I'm sorry, I can't drink beer with you because Ryan's not here. <laughs> He's not here to tell me uh, the feeling that I should get from this or uh, what I should be pairing it with. Um, it's he's definitely he's definitely special when it comes to the uh, the flavors of beers and what you should expect. Well, but you know what, like. I, I don't feel like I have that kind of palate when it comes to wine, but I feel like I have that kind of palate, or at least a much better palate for beer, um, if, if if you compare it to wine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely do. I mean, I, I like wine, but um, I like it all, kind of. It's like, yeah, this is good. What do you taste? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's, well, funny. it's funny because Stephanie, my wife, loves wine. Um she doesn't like beer at all, but her palate for beer is incredible. I mean, she'll like, I'm like, what do you taste in this? And she'll pick out every flavor and everything you expect to taste in a beer. But she'll give you like that face of like, Ugh, oh, I don't like that at all. But it's, is that flout, like floral? Ugh. And it's like this, you know, really nice IPA. Yeah. Ugh, so gross. But she loves it. You know, yeah. I love it. She hates it. Well, I think a part of the, you know, and maybe my experience just comes from brewing process, like tasting good things, tasting bad things, tasting, um, you know, smelling in different malts and tasting different hops. It's, you know, you, you kind of got to know what you're working with. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, Hey man, you're, uh, my, uh, my homebrew is, uh, it's the stout is ready. I can't uh, wait, man. We, we cracked it on Monday. Um, it's uh it's it's ready it's carbonated it's it's good i mean that's been since november when i brewed it so uh the the new england ipa is uh now in process double dry hop so i'm gonna keg it this week and uh release party release party mark says he's gonna get a tent and put it uh outside my house on friday night before uh saint patty's day so just leave a lawn chair like they do at uh, at other and t- half. And tired hands. No tired, tired hands. Yeah, tired, tired hands. hands. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we talked about um, that. So I, I I would be remiss not to to mention two more breweries. Um, so New Holland is another just massive. Um, I mean, you look at New Holland and it says in in parentheses production. Um, so it's just this massive brewery, right? Big distribution, huge in Chicago, but they do their Dragon's Milk. Yeah. Um, and you know, we get some of the, some of the flavors down here, some of their, so their their adjuncts, but I mean, you have them all up there. Um, and I had the dragon's milk maple coffee, which was really good. Um, and then I was, I should have known better when I went to ask for this, 
but it was dragon's milk, very hot chocolate. Hmm. And for some reason I had in my mind that, you know, this is going to be like, cause there was another beer that was served warm, like warm, like, like, like heated up. Um, but this okay. one was a, a chocolate beer brewed with ghost peppers. Um, I liked it a lot. The other two guys I was with did not. Uh, it was hot. It was really hot. Um, spicy hot. Um, but still really good. Uh, and then the other one, actually two more, I'm sorry, was Odd Side, which I've, I've always really liked their offerings. Uh, they had Double Oaked Hipster Brunch. Um, and then Nightman Leaveth, which is their vanilla. And then uh, the last one, which I've always really, really liked, uh, is Witch's Hat. Um, they do all of their, uh, uh, night furies. Yeah. Um, and this year they're sort of specialty, you know, they usually have the vanilla, they have, uh, dragon tracks, which is probably their most popular offering, uh, which I thought this year's, uh, dragon tracks was awesome. It was just peanut butter. So, I mean, you could really taste the peanut butter. Uh, but my favorite, perhaps one of my top three of the day, uh, was their single barrel night fury with Woodford double oak. Uh, it was really quality. I went back for that one a couple times. So what is what does double oak mean then in the Woodford double oak? Uh, you know, I just that. twice I as long. Just, I think it just sat there twice as long. Yeah, I think I think they just barreled it longer and just left it there. Gosh, so, what are we what are we going to do with all these uh, barrels now that breweries are using, distilleries are using, wineries are using? I think we're going to see like. A, a surge of wine that's been like, you know, fermented and then used in a brewery and then used in a wine winery again. Yeah. I mean, well, you're starting to see it with like, um, that yount it's better. It's better than having a shortage, right? Like there, like there was a few years ago. Um, but like Jameson's Irish whiskey has done, oh, has right, finished yeah. their, their Jameson on an IPA. IPA. Um, yeah. So I, I think you'll start to see that, and you'll see maple syrup. Um, you'll oh, start I'm, to see some really interesting things come out. I'm I'm all in favor of the whole like oh, yeah. maple syrup in a bourbon barrel, and then give me the bourbon barrel maple syrup to put in my like coffee on my vanilla ice cream on my waffle. Please, great notion. I'm still like <laughs> barrel aids your double a, your uh, hash, double stack. Hashtag great notion PDX. Please put double stack in a bourbon barrel. It's a matter of time. And I call think. it triple stack. And Pines and Provisions will give you the very first exclusive review. We will fly out to try it. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's we'll, about, yeah, yeah. We'll 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 do it. We're not gonna, yeah, I'm I'm all for that. We're in, yeah. So I mean it was a I mean for uh, for those of you who, who enjoyed uh, beer fests, um, the Michigan Brewers Guild Winterfest is, it's a really, it's just a really fun event. Um, it's just a, it become, you know, you have five hours or five or six hours, depending on what line you get into, uh, of just walking around and trying different beers that you typically, I mean, a lot of these beers won't even see just distribution. Uh, you just, if you, if you aren't there or you don't live close to the brewery and have a chance to go try it there, you're just not going to have a chance to try it. Yeah, you know, like like the M forty three strawberry or tart strawberry uh, will not see distribution. I mean, it's just it's too small of uh, of a craft for them. 
Unless unless it was such a big hit that they go for it. Which I'm all in. Like when I was in Traverse City, you talk about M43. That was on an end cap and it was like a sea of M43. And I just kind of like almost lost my lost my druther. Like I just lost my bearings and I was like, Aaron, can we get all of this right now? Yeah, this is all such the a cases. good beer. This all is such cases. a good beer. Yeah. So I think I think, um, and I could be wrong, and I, I'm sure I'll be corrected by my buddies Ryan and Tim, uh, but I think that Peoria and Outer Chicago will be get, for sure. They're getting M43, and I think the other one was Boss Tweed. Boss Tweed is really I good. I think that's the other one that they're going to get. And right now they're just they're just kind of they're just dipping their toes in the water because the guys. I mean, he he flat out told us he's like, we don't really have a need to go outside of where we are right now. Yeah. I you love know? that. I love that. Yeah. Why, why scale it too quickly, right? I love that feeling like we're happy where we're at. People love our product. We can, we've dialed in our product. Why do we have to, you know, you're not beholden to probably a bunch of investors that say, we got to make a bunch of money. Let's just make good beer. Yep. And, and, and distribute it to the people that love it. And if we sell out in a day, great. Yeah. We'll make more. Yeah. We can we'll always make, make more. more. Yeah. We can always yeah. make more. You'd ra- yeah. Don't, don't sacrifice your quality for quantity. Yep. And that's, that's something to be respected. If you, you know, you start to see, uh, we've, we've talked about this in, in other podcasts before where, you know, like the tree houses of the world have gotten bigger, but there hasn't been any drop off in their quality. And it's because I think they're doing it. They're Thoughtful. growing. They're growing organically, and they're doing it thoughtfully, and they're doing it with uh, extreme intentionality. Yeah, and, like, and hey, we know who we are. We're always going to be a brewery only release, and we don't care if there are two thousand people in line. We'll sell it all. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, and and even and even and even in that, if they upscale, their intention to upscale is not to make more money. Is to just to get more people, more beer. Right. It's yep. like when, when, when they, yeah, sure. They, they have to look at the bottom line. I mean, they're a business. Yep. They have to pay their employees. Their employees are fully invested. And that was like the thing with dogfish head. I remember like i that's when I really fell in love with craft beer was dogfish head because they always looked at their employees as part of the team. Yep. They weren't sacrificing. Okay. We would, we just want to upscale and make, more beer because like Sam Calgioni wants to make more money. No, it's like everyone in that business makes more when they do better and they make more and they want to make a quality product. Yeah. And yeah, right. Why, uh, you know, why, uh, why get big when you, you know, you're making plenty of money, you're having a good time doing it. And, and even, and even, and recently, I just saw Sam Calgione just like uh, he did a collaboration brew with The Veil. And I yeah. haven't seen him do like a, you know, Dogfish Head do kind of a collab with a real small brewery. It's been a while. Yeah. You know, I, uh, one of the interesting stories that I heard, uh, and, and again, forgive me, I, I'm, try, I try, I'm trying to look it up here, but, uh, you know, being at Founders, and Founders is one of the more impressive breweries when it comes to uh, who they were, how they grew, and who they are today. 
I mean, they have a beer that they recently did a 15th anniversary for. This was, you know, it's more like 20 year anniversary now, but it was called Bolt Cutter, right? Because uh, their business was doing so poorly and it just was, I mean, not that the business was doing poorly, they just weren't able to uh, get out of it what they thought they were going to be to the point where they had, they weren't even able to get into their own buildings. So... They, they, you know, they, they, literally the doors were chained closed by their creditors. <laughs> uh, and they still have the bolt cutters today. They still brew the beer. Uh, and now it's this just massive distribution. I mean, I think, I think they, they distribute to like 45 states or something like that. And it's just this little brewery that started in, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s. And it's, it's huge. I mean, it's grown since, since I've been to Founders the first time. I mean, they've taken over an entire city block yeah. of a brew house and, uh, you know, their uh, brew pub, their food's incredible, their beer is great. It's, but again, it was one of those ones where it was like, oh man, we're going to have to close the doors. And they literally did have the doors closed on them, but then here they are today. Sweet. It's fun. Fun stuff. Well, man. It's a pleasure. It was uh, ended up taking us about two hours and forty five minutes to do a fifty minute podcast. Yeah, it's all right. You know, like it's, we're we're I, I continue to say we're still figuring this media out. But um, one thing we need to let everyone know about is uh, social media. Um, we now have a Twitter handle, which is Pints Provisions uh, at Pints Provisions. Uh, we have Instagram which is Pints and Provisions, and then Facebook is at Pints and Provisions. So if you're looking, I don't know what social media everyone's looking to kind of hook up with, but if it's Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, uh, those are kind of the handles. Give us a look. All right. Well, Dan, it's always a pleasure. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you in a couple weeks. Um, We'll definitely still have some IPA on draft at my house. And, uh, of course, I'm going to make sure that uh, we put a couple bottles aside of the... Uh, so are, are we not doing the uh, IPA and uh, stout release on the same day and doing a commemorative podcast as a part of it? Or Well, well, that's going to be on St. Pat's Day because that's when it's going to be ready. And I know you're busy, but that's okay. It's still going to be available the next week. You know, you, know these, you know these New England IPAs don't last forever. I hear you, man. Pick <laughs> it up. Pick it up. It's beer. It's meant to be consumed. There will, there will be plenty left. That's what you always say, though. I will. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm putting some specially aside for you. My man. All right. All right. Peace out, man. Cheers. Cheers.